This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So what would you do if you saw a a wild animal in distress? Some people might just ignore it altogether. Some people might say, well, I got a rifle in the trunk. That's a quick way of ending this animal's distress. Others might stop and call Fish and Wildlife or a conservation officer or some kind of expert to come deal with the situation. But that's not uh, going to be an immediate response. So this has come up a lot lately. There were some folks near Okotoks who were worried about uh, baby moose and who intervened in a lot of debate about whether they should have done that. Some folks worried about the plight of this uh, bear, this young bear near Cochrane. And some people intervened to try to help that animal and a lot of debate about whether they should have done that. I mean, the line from Fish and Wildlife is that you really shouldn't interact at all with nature or at least leave it to the experts. But that's not always realistic. So here's the setting. Now, think about how you might uh, deal with the situation. So a guy in uh, Fort McLeod is walking near the river and, and sees a deer thrashing. And in fact, it's two deer. Uh, one of the deer is dead, but their antlers are entangled so that the other deer who's still alive is stuck and is in some distress, is even in some danger. Well, intervening is going to be a challenging situation. Would you just let the animal suffer? Do you let the animal die? So the folks who got involved in this situation didn't want to just leave the situation alone, didn't want to let the animal die, and so they jumped in. Well, literally, in a way. Frank Crockett is uh, one of the folks who was a part of this rescue, and he joins us now to share this story with us. Frank, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. I've seen some remarkable images of this. So you got uh, one deer that's struggling to free itself. It's entangled with another deer, I, I guess, who had died in all of this. But tell us a bit more about where this occurred and, and how you got involved in this. Well, it actually happened in Fort McLeod, um, not too far off of the Old Man River that flows through town. There's a little backwater and kind of um, a holding pond. Um, my girlfriend's dad... Um, Derek, he had been walking around, just venturing around, enjoying his day, and he actually came across it. Um, and he gave us a call, wondering who he should call, what he, what he should be doing, all that kind of stuff. Um, so we we tried to get on the phone with conservation officers, um, the town fire department, and all that kind of stuff. And while we were on the phone with them, we were also grabbing blankets and a saw to head out there and help him. Um, yeah, so what did so he that's encounter? That's how it all started. Yeah, D- describe what, what it was that, that he encountered them. What did he see when he came by the river? He said he could hear thrashing and all sorts of stuff, like just past these bushes. So he kind of walked around them, and he then saw that there was the one deer on kind of like an embankment with the other one in the water, and their antlers were entangled. So one of them was dead, right? Yeah. Yeah. One of them had deceased. It was 
Um, from what we learned afterwards, the dead one was entangled with him for upwards of a week. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. All right. So you're, you're, you're all there at the scene now. And I guess initially maybe the thinking is we'll, we'll wait for conservation officers to get here, but you don't know how long that's going to be. So who made the decision to, to do something? Well, it, it almost just kind of happened. We didn't even really make a decision to do something. My girlfriend was on the phone with the conservation officers the whole time this was happening. And the closest one was up in Nanton. So he was over an hour away. And so we were all kind of standing back watching the deer. Um, we had kind of gotten a plan together to, we had some rope in the car. So we had planned to, to get some rope around the back legs of the living deer so we could kind of maybe calm them down, get on top of them. So when our friend went to grab the rope out of the car, that's when the deer started panicking and he started jumping around a lot more and he ended up getting himself fully underneath the water and all of a sudden we looked and his legs were sticking up out of the water and he was completely upside down wow so we just kind of had to jump in and just do it so he jumped so who jumped into what derek jumped into the water i think right yeah yeah um he jumped in and when he was jumping in he he just yelled at me he was like hey frank grab my arm like so i'm holding his one arm he's (laughs) up to his knees in water um and he's just reaching around under the water, just trying to find their heads, the antlers, anything to grab onto. And he ended up grabbing the antlers and pulling them up. Um, yeah, and then we just started sawing away, just trying to get them apart as fast as possible. So once you finally did, what what happened? Um, once we finally got them apart, Derek actually um, had to grab the living deer by its head and kind of like lift him up out of the water because you could tell that he was exhausted. Um, he had obviously taken on water when he went upside down. So he was, the deer itself was completely out of it. So Derek kind of grabbed him and was just talking to him, coaxing him, saying like, hey, come on, you're going to get it. Like just trying to pull him up on a shore. Right. And then he eventually or we thought he was going to fall right back in the water um, because there was a bit of an embankment that he had to go up, but he ended up getting up that and going off into the woods. So once the deer, you know, had left, the deer seemed okay, uh, and you you all sort of take a moment to to take it all in and and just everything that had just happened. What was that moment like, realizing what you'd all done? It was awesome. Um, all of our adrenaline was pretty high and we were all kind of like screaming and yelling prior to getting them rescued. We, we had no idea what was going to happen. Um, we were all pretty nervous. And then once he finally got freedom, we watched him walk off. It was just, it was awesome. We all hugged, we all cheered. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I bet it would be. Now, what did Fish and Wildlife say? Because, uh, I, I, think their their understanding of the situation you all encountered i know their their advice is to to not approach wild animals did did they did they say anything to you what, what was their reaction well the the fish and wildlife officer that we had on the phone ended up actually coming to the scene a couple hours later because he still wanted to check it out and see exactly what happened firsthand um he himself, he was okay with the situation. He said we did the right thing. If we wouldn't have intervened, 
the deer would have died. Um, so, but obviously it's not recommended that just anybody go in and start trying to chase down wildlife and help them. But right. Well, it's a situation that worked out well in the end. Uh, quite a remarkable story. Uh, Frank, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. I appreciate this. Yeah, no worries. Thanks a lot. There you go. Frank Crockett's his name down in Fort McLeod. a part of the uh, rescue posse uh, that uh, helped out this deer that probably would have died just like the one that was stuck to it. So that'd be quite something to encounter. I think a lot of people would be really leery about doing anything. Maybe just the fact that you got a, a dead animal flopping around here would be uh, icky enough for a lot of people. But yeah, you, this other deer is obviously in distress. It's panicking. Uh, you don't know what it's going to do. And so it's a potentially dangerous situation for anybody who's going to get involved. Uh, but that compassion instinct took over. They just they wanted to, to help this animal get out of this dangerous, distressful situation it was in. So it's pretty tricky. Involved cutting the antlers, getting in the river. And so they took a bit of risk of themselves. But it all worked out well in the end. Quite a story. All right, 974-8255. Uh, back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.